Hi there, friends. This is season three of Spirituality for Ordinary People, and uh, this is episode one of this new season. Uh, We're doing shorter seasons now. Uh, We had a really long season one, a short season two on praying the examine, and uh, go and check those episodes out if you miss them. Uh, because I just had a great time having some uh, conversations with a couple of friends uh, around the exam and, and and going through that practice during the season of Lent and kind of going into Easter. Uh, this season, we are going to focus around prayer walking as a spiritual practice. And so this is just a great spiritual practice. It's actually my favorite uh, one to do. And um have just found a lot of of life in prayer walking. And so we're going to spend a bunch of time talking about this, which kind of seems funny because in some ways I want to just say, well, just get outside and walk. And I love focusing on this in this season because it's just about to be um, summer in uh, Winnipeg where I am. And the weather's starting to just get a little bit better now. So it's nice to get outside uh, to do some great walking. Um I I kind of stumbled onto this as a spiritual practice a few years ago when I was on my sabbatical. I took an 11-week sabbatical uh, quite a few years ago now, and um, I didn't quite fully know what I was going to focus on. Uh, but one of the things that I ended up doing was I ended up deciding I was going to walk uh, to... Uh, Canadian Mennonite University, which is which is close to where I live, uh, close if you're driving, but if you walk from where I live, it's uh, about an hour and a half to walk there. And so I decided I was going to do some some reading and some writing, uh, while and use that as kind of a place to do that. But rather than just drive the the seven or eight minutes to get there, I was going to walk. And so I would get my laptop in my backpack, and I would uh, and I would set out. Um, each day, and I would listen uh, to audiobooks as I was walking. And uh, I was going to be taking a, a short little mini course on C.S. Lewis, a kind of a biography course about his life. And um, so I was listening to some C.S. Lewis books uh, as I was walking to go and uh, do some more reading and then do some writing. Uh, and I found the walking just to be fantastic. So I was listening to C.S. Lewis about uh, half the time, usually about 45 minutes or so of the walk, uh, maybe an hour, and then half an hour to 45 minutes, I would just take the my earbuds out and just walk uh, the rest of the way, um, not listening to anything in particular, and just kind of taking my time uh, walking the rest of the way, uh, drinking water. Uh, there's also... Um, the Assiniboine Forest. I love walking in the Assiniboine Forest, which is really close to where I live as well. Uh, the largest uh, forest that is in an urban area in North America. Um, so actually within the city limits, we have a, an actual forest. And um, so that's actually on the way to Canadian Mennonite University from where I live. So I would walk part of the way. I would walk through the forest, um, which was just uh, fantastic as well. Uh, One of the things that I learned as well in some of my studies around C.S. Lewis was that C.S. Lewis walked every day, sometimes four times a day, uh, back and forth from uh, where he lived to Oxford, where he worked and taught. Um, He didn't live on campus like many of the other professors, but he lived off campus. And it was about a 45-minute walk 
um, from where he lived to where he worked. And he would do that at least twice a day, but sometimes he would go home for lunch. Um, And so sometimes four times a day, he would go back and forth on a 45-minute walk. And when you think about how much C.S. Lewis accomplished in his life, it's pretty remarkable and amazing to think about this. Um, He wrote books and taught uh, lectures and... um, and he responded to massive amounts of correspondence, uh, had, uh, was always answering letters, daily practice for him, and, um, and managed to be super productive and get so much stuff done. Yet, he had this time outside on his own, uh, walking back and forth. And I haven't gone and looked it up, but I think I remember him writing, uh, might have been in one of his letters, writing about... Um, that time of walking being something that was really, really important. And uh, I think C.S. Lewis had this, he had a good pattern, like he had a a regular practice of of doing this. And I've found as well that um, during that sabbatical, I did that walking and found it really, really helpful. Um, You know, I no longer have like an hour and a half each way during the day. You can do those (laughs) kinds of things when you're on sabbatical, (laughs) do an hour and a half walk one way and then again later in the day um so three hours uh you can do that when you're on sabbatical but it's a little harder to do uh when you are have other responsibilities um but even when i went on that course it was down in north carolina um and did a couple of other took in a couple of other events while i was there uh i did a lot of walking um, one of the two of the events I was was in the, were in the Blue Ridge Mountains, and so did some hiking in the mountains, which was just wonderful. And uh, then one of the events was actually uh, just near Atlanta, and went for really long walks, including one twenty uh, k walk around downtown Atlanta, which was just great. So um, that sabbatical, I just kind of realized uh, this going on walking was really really helping me. Um, And uh, in particular, kind of going through this, an inward focus of prayer walking. Uh, So I kind of look at two uh, kinds of prayer walking, and I'm going to be leading my congregation through a couple of different prayer walks, and I encourage you to to look at a couple of different kinds. So I'll talk about the second one first. Uh, So number two, I guess, uh, at least on my sheet that I'm looking at, I want to talk about the second one, um, is, is personal prayer walking with an inward focus. And this type of prayer walking focuses on your own relationship with God and or how God may be guiding you. And here, the action of walking is a powerful metaphor for following Jesus. And I encourage you to pray for personal direction from God um, as you walk. And so this is mostly what I did when I was on sabbatical was um, really kind of internally focused praying things i would pray questions a lot of the time so i would pray things like god where are you leading me or god what step would you like me to take and it's it's helpful to be on the move to be taking steps as you pray those prayers or i would imagine you know jesus is out in front of me and i am following jesus if i'm a jesus follower what does it mean to be following jesus as you walk um and i think these kinds of a personal prayer walking or an inward focused prayer walk. Um, it, it can really be done anywhere, right? You can do this uh, inside or outside. Um, I prefer being outside. It can be done on a forest trail. It can just be done on a street. Um, 
but you can also it can also take other forms like pilgrimage is is a kind of a large form of this where um it, it can also be outward focus but there's a lot of inward focus on pilgrimage where there's a certain destination it might be to a particular place that has some sort of special significance either for you or for a wider religious community so like pilgrimages like the pilgrimage in camino or pilgrimages in the holy land but a pilgrimage can also be in other places um, and often pilgrimages might be taken in community. So there is, is an outward focus there as well and a community focus. Um, and I, I'm not going to be focusing really too much on pilgrimage because I'm not doing one <laughs> right now. Um, and, uh, but, but that might come up in the conversations that we have on the podcast as we go through this season. Uh, so that's one kind. Um, another one that is specific that I will be focusing on is, uh, doing this inward focus, this personal prayer walking using a labyrinth, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that a little bit later. And I'm really happy to uh, be having someone come on the podcast who uh, has some expertise in the labyrinth and and its meaning, um, and she's gonna come on and and share with us a little more deeply about that. Uh, but also what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, we, uh, there's a labyrinth close by to our church and I'm going to take some people out there hopefully uh, to experience that together and then give some reflections on on what the experience was like. Um, I recently had the opportunity to go and uh, walk the labyrinth at uh, Creef Hills Community, um, which is a retreat center uh, run and owned by the Presbyterian Church in Canada, my denomination, and was just really... Uh, wonderful to go and uh, walk through that labyrinth and there's a there's a cross nearby and sort of a prayer uh, room like all it is is just kind of a small uh, cabin like really small cabin Um, maybe like almost like a shed a prayer shed I guess but it's beautiful Um, and uh, you know visited that and so really quite wonderful Um, I posted a, a, a bit of a reflection on Instagram actually about uh, walking that labyrinth and how it was early morning and there was it was mud on the path and there were uh, you know worms and slugs kind of in the mud which I thought was kind of funny um, and uh, and the you know I would often pray these questions of you know where are you leading me what would you like me to do God and often I hear back uh, answers not really about what I should do or shouldn't do um, but often I hear answers about um, identity uh so often it'll be an answer like i love you uh, rather than here's what you should do um but on that particular day it was you know uh, an encouragement you know be who you are or step into into your true identity of who you are and what your strengths are and we've been doing some work on things like around strengths finder that week that i was there and um uh, which i really recommend as well uh, and it, but I just thought it was funny that I'm I'm looking at worms and slugs on the ground and and the the thing I feel like I'm hearing back from God is be who you are um, and uh, yeah sort of I, I come out of the Presbyterian tradition and we have a tradition of sort of this idea of oh we are but uh, we are but worms we are but uh, you know we are so insignificant and I don't actually think that's what God was trying to say I think actually in some ways. Um, God was saying, you know, step into a life that I've prepared, you know, a life of goodness and where where you can really use your gifts and, and those things can flourish. Um, like in some ways, maybe there was this, it was like a juxtaposition between uh, what I was seeing on the pathway 
and and who God might be calling me to be. And so, uh, but I found that really, uh, in a lot of ways, empowering and helpful um, in walking that path. And you know, that that won't always be the experience. I've walked the labyrinth plenty of times or walked in the, the woods plenty of times. And there's, there's maybe little that comes um, from that. Um, but uh, just wanted to share about that experience briefly. So that's, uh, that's sort of the personal prayer walking. So we're going to talk a little bit about the labyrinth, but also just kind of a generally walking and focusing on uh, relationship with God, in particular, using this metaphor of following Jesus as we as we physically move, um, I think is, is really powerful and helpful. Um, so I encourage you to to do that and and maybe use these questions, uh, God, where are you leading me? But be open and, and leave silence uh, for God to actually answer um, that, uh, that maybe the answer won't always be a direct uh, response to um, where are you leading me or what are you wanting me to do? Um, what step would you want me to take? Um, maybe some of the answers might be around identity like they, they sometimes are for me. Uh, the second type of prayer walking, so that one was the inward focus, the personal prayer walking. The second type, number one on my paper, I'm going backwards, two and then one. Um, the second type that uh, I'm going to focus on a little bit is neighborhood prayer walking, which is an outward focus. And this type of prayer walking intentionally focuses on a particular neighborhood. So you take time to walk in a community and silently pray for the people who live, work, or go to school there. Um, and so one of the things sort of two modes that I would recommend um, for this kind of prayer walking is one pray for discernment. So, um, and the second one is pray for blessing. So pray for discernment, seek the gift of seeing the community through God's eyes and to discern what God may be up to in the neighborhood. Pray for greater insight into how God is at work among the people, events, and places you observe. So this might be a little different than what you might be thinking. Like sometimes these prayer walks are used as a way of sort of saying, you know, what should we do? What should I do in the neighborhood? But this is actually really just saying, you know, I'd like to see through God's eyes and see what God might be up to. Um, praying for insight into into how God is already at work among the people, events, and places that, that I see around me. Um, so that gift of insight uh, this might sound familiar for those of you who walked through the examine practice, right? That that it would, opens up asking God for light. I, I wish to see my day as God sees. Well, this is walking around in the neighborhood and saying, I wish to see the neighborhood as God sees it, um, and, uh, and and even maybe what God is what God is doing, what God is up to. Um, so this is this prayer for discernment. This to be able to see and understand, see through God's eyes. Uh, the second one, pray for blessing, is observe situations. So as you walk around, observe situations and places that express both joy and brokenness in the community or in the neighborhood, and then silently give thanks and or ask for healing, strength, or renewal. Um, so again, you're not really you know, going and actively seeking a situation and then jumping in there and saying, oh, can I pray for you? It's, it's really just seeing that... I, it, and, and then responding silently to what you see and asking, you know, either giving thanks or asking for strength or renewal 
um, this idea of blessing that uh, that God can pour out in a community or in a neighborhood. You know, this isn't to say that there might not be an opportunity that it opens up for, for you to actually pray with somebody or offer that to somebody that you may encounter as you walk. But that's not the primary purpose. And in some ways, you know, that might be kind of daunting for somebody to do but also might be on the other side of the receiving side might be kind of like who is this person who's coming and and praying for me so that's not what this neighborhood prayer walking is about it's really about seeing through god's eyes and then also offering a prayer for blessing uh, as you go for what it is that you observe Um, so it's really about noticing in a lot of ways and then seeing what happens Um, so one of the things that we'll be doing at church is also just debriefing um, what these prayer experiences are like. And then I'll give some thoughts and reflections on the podcast. And I encourage you, if you're someone who enjoys getting out there and, and walking around and, and make that a time of prayer for you. Um, and I would love to hear from you. So you can do that. I'll, I'll post a little bit on Instagram about this as well. So if you're on Instagram, you can find um, Spirituality for Ordinary People on there and interact with me there. Um, you can always send me an email as well. Uh, to matt at mattbruff.com. So that's the easiest email, um, m-a-t-t at m-a-t-t-b-r-o-u-g-h dot com. Um, So feel free to send me an email if you are engaging in some kind of prayer walking exercise over the summer. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, Yeah, and I think that's about it for this opening episode of season three. I look forward to Uh, putting out a few more episodes in this season as we go through this uh, prayer walking exercise, this this spiritual discipline. Um, So I hope you have some great weather where you are to be able to get outside and enjoy this as well. Uh, And for now, um, thanks for listening and take care.